Hello and welcome to Fireside Stories. On this crisp and chilly day, we have a collection of three new stories for you. So, grab your milk and cookies and a seat next to the fire. Here we go. Today's story collection comes to us from Eggermeyer's Bible Storybook by L.C.E. Eggermeyer. Paul begins a second journey. Paul said to Barnabas, Let us go back to every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how our brethren are getting along. Barnabas agreed, but he wanted to take his nephew John Mark with them. Because John Mark had gone only partway with them the time before, Paul did not want to take him again. The two missionaries could not agree on this matter, and so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to the island of Cyprus, where they witnessed for the Lord. Paul chose Silas, the preacher from Jerusalem, to go with him. They went to Asia Minor and visited the churches there. At Lystra, the town where Paul had been stoned, they met Timothy, a fine young man. Timothy's father was a Gentile and his mother was a Jewess. Paul was much impressed with this young Christian. All the people of the region had good things to say about Timothy. Before leaving Lystra, Paul invited Timothy to go with him and Silas, and Timothy accepted gladly. The missionaries did not preach at each place, for in many places the people were not ready to accept the gospel. Finally, they came to Troas, a city on the sea coast. Ships came to Troas from places much further away than Jerusalem. The people in those faraway countries had never heard the gospel preached. One night, while they were at Troas, Paul had a vision. In his dream, he saw a man of Macedonia who begged him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. When Paul awoke, he told Silas and Timothy about the vision. All three believed that God wanted them to preach the gospel in Macedonia. Now another disciple, a doctor named Luke, joined the missionaries. Paul, Silas, Timothy, and Luke sailed to Macedonia. Later, Luke wrote two books of the New Testament, the Gospel of Luke and the Acts of the Apostles. The first Macedonian city they visited was Philippi. Since only a few Jews lived in that city, they had no synagogue. Each Sabbath, they met to pray outside the city by the river. On the Sabbath, Paul and his friends left the city to find the place where the Jews met. A few women had gathered by the river. Paul and his friends sat down and taught them about Jesus, God's Son. While Paul talked, he noticed that one woman, Lydia, listened most eagerly. She believed his words about Jesus and knew her sins were forgiven. Lydia and all her household believed 
and were baptized. When the Riverside service was over, Lydia told Paul and his friends, If you think I am faithful to the Lord, come and stay at my house. The missionaries accepted her invitation, and while they were in Philippi, they stayed at the home of this rich woman. The Philippian Jailer An angry mob made its way down the streets of Philippi to the city prison. The leaders of the mob half-dragged two men along. At the prison, they turned the two over to the jailer. The two men were Paul and Silas, the Christian missionaries. Because they had helped an unhappy slave girl, these heathen people were punishing them. This is how it happened. Each day, Paul and Silas and their friends walked through the streets on their way to the riverside to pray. Each day, a slave girl saw them. Everyone heard her call out loudly, These men are the servants of the Most High God. They have come to show us the way of salvation. The slave girl was not herself, for she was filled with an evil spirit. By the power of this evil spirit, she could tell about the future. Her masters made much money from her fortune-telling. After several days, Paul became annoyed because the evil spirit tormented this girl. Finally, he turned and said to the evil spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. Immediately, the evil spirit departed, and the girl was herself again. No longer could she tell about the future, for the evil spirit was gone. When her masters discovered this, they were furious. She could not earn money for them now. They grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them through the market to the rulers of the city. They told the rulers, These Jews are causing a great deal of trouble in our city by teaching strange customs. It would be against the law for us Romans to accept or practice these customs. The crowd shouted out against Paul and Silas. The officers ordered that Paul and Silas were to be beaten. This done, the officers ordered the jailer to put these dangerous prisoners in the inner prison and fasten their feet in stocks. Paul and Silas found themselves alone in the dark, smelly room. How their backs hurt! But Paul and Silas were not like the other prisoners. They did not complain because they had been mistreated. Instead, they talked to each other about God and His great love. At midnight, they prayed and sang praises to God. The other prisoners heard the prayers and the songs. Why were these two men so happy? Surely they had been beaten enough to make them sad. Suddenly, a great earthquake shook the foundations of the prison. The locked doors swung open. Even the stocks and the apostles' feet came unfastened. The jailer awakened and saw the prison's doors swing wide open. Terrified, he ran to the prison. He knew the rulers would kill him if even one man escaped. Believing that the prisoners had all escaped, he drew his sword to kill himself. Paul cried out in the darkness, Do not harm yourself. We are all here. 
the jailer called for a candle and rushed into the prison. There he saw all the prisoners, Paul and Silas among them. Now the jailer knew Paul and Silas could not be dangerous men. They must be men of God, just as the slave girl had said. Trembling, he fell at their feet, crying, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved. And everyone in the prison heard about Jesus Christ, the Savior of men. The jailer believed, and his heart was filled with joy. All of his household turned to the Lord. He took Paul and Silas to his house, washed their wounds, and bandaged their backs. Then he brought food for them to eat. Instead of treating Paul and Silas like prisoners, he treated them like guests. Before morning, Paul and Silas baptized the jailer and his household. Together they rejoiced in the Lord. In the morning, the officials sent word to the jailer, let those men go. But Paul ordered, we are Romans. The rulers had us punished without a trial and put us in prison. Did they think they can get rid of us this easily? No, let them come and set us free. When the rulers heard this, they were frightened. It could go hard with them for mistreating Roman citizens. Quickly, they came to the jailer's house and begged Paul and Silas to leave the city. Before leaving Philippi, the missionaries went back to Lydia's house and encouraged the Christians. After telling them goodbye, Paul and Silas went on to another place. Years afterward, Paul wrote a letter to the church in Philippi. That letter is in your Bible. It is called Philippians. In other cities of Macedonia. Paul and Silas went to other cities to tell about Jesus. At Thessalonica, they found a Jewish synagogue. Here, they went each Sabbath to teach the people that Jesus is the Christ. Some Jews and many Greeks received the gospel gladly. The Jews who did not believe were angry because so many people listened eagerly to Paul and Silas. To get rid of these two missionaries, they had a group of rough men cause a riot in the city. When everything was in an uproar, they went to Jason's house to look for Paul and Silas. Because they could not find the missionaries, they dragged Jason and some of the others before the city officials. The unbelieving Jews complained, These men who have turned the world upside down have come to our city too. They are staying with Jason. What these men teach is against the law of Caesar. They even say that there is another king whom they call Jesus. Both the rulers and the people were troubled when they heard this. They made Jason promise to keep the peace and let him go. When the believers sent Paul and Silas on to the next town, they were afraid of what might happen if the missionaries stayed in their city. At Berea, 
Paul and Silas found another Jewish synagogue and met with the Jews on the Sabbath. They told about the Savior whom the prophets had written about. These Jews listened carefully. Then they studied the books of the prophets to make sure Paul and Silas spoke the truth. Many believed. Among the believers were highly respected Greek men and women. Word reached Thessalonica that Paul and Silas were preaching at Berea. Those who had caused so much trouble at Thessalonica came to Berea to do the same thing. The believers knew Paul and Silas were in great danger. They had Paul set sail at once, but Silas and Timothy stayed on. From Athens, Paul sent word for Silas and Timothy to join him.